Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Are we playing the Millennial X Games today? I am up for it if you're up for it. Steve? Maybe I'll make it all about New York. Oh. I haven't written the questions yet. Okay. Wow, you're just... Hey, I went to the Timberwolves game last night, man. Great. You're into it, Steve? think of how much that would have stressed out previous... Previous producers, like let's call him Brian Burpich, he would have never. If we said, "Hey, it's eleven oh four, and in twenty six minutes, we need questions because we are going to play a game," it would have thrown his whole day out the window. Rocco's cool, calm, and collected, baby. He's a lobster. We would call him. I don't know how do you say a mess. Thank you. <laughs> Which one, me or Ryan? You. Yeah. <laughs> when you call calm, cool, and collected, I just go, yeah, he's a bit of a mess. Come on. A man. lovable mess. You're the lovable mess. I mean, I brought you those stories about Plaza Suite and Queer's Folk. I didn't even have those until about 1058. I mean, that's what I can do. I know. You're amazing. You're amazing. And we love and you. And now you know about those things. Now you've marked your calendar. Yes. Uh, guys, this Amber Heard, Johnny Depp case, think it's going to get nasty. Yes. Um, I watched a little bit of it on court TV. It looks like she's going to, she's basically going to say that he is guilty of assault. And he's going to say she's lying because she got caught in a lie and now she has to stick with the lie. Do you want to hear a little bit of what her lawyer had to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here it goes. First of all, the evidence will show that Amber did suffer domestic abuse at the hands of Johnny Depp. And it took many forms. Physical, sure, but also emotional, verbal, psychological abuse. But here's the thing. Amber did suffer sexual violence at the hands of Depp. You will hear in the most graphic and horrifying terms about the violence that she suffered. You'll hear that straight from her. Oh, my gosh. That is a, a lot. I mean. That's some, like, why do serious. Why they have this open to the public? That's I what I want to know. Even though, of course, I want to know everything. Yeah, there's. Well, that's human nature. And it'd be. Uh, I just wonder why. Like that. To hear that. So clearly, Amber Heard's lawyer has had a conversation with her mm-hmm. of saying this is what our tact, our, our technique will have to be, our strategy 
will have to be you from you from your mouth saying the things that you are alleging right and i mean that's if they are true it's a very difficult thing for her um if they are not true that would be a very difficult thing for johnny depp to sit and listen to mm-hmm. uh this is everybody loses this is it feels like it feels like that's uh that's that there's there are no winners it's like um the movie war games the final line in it is the only way to win is not to play and it's like right. it just feels like everybody's gonna take shrapnel here but i haven't followed their stories a ton I, you know, look, I I don't do relationship news. I don't dive into it as deeply as others do on, on our station. And so I'm a little on the outside looking in, but I feel like maybe I heard you say in passing, Donna, that it feels like both parties might have things that they are responsible for and blame mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. be shared in this situation. I guess we'll all become a lot more privy to that information in the coming days and weeks. Yep. There are um, on the other side, on Johnny Depp's side, they're saying things like you're going to learn that she's a profoundly troubled person who manipulates people around her, just like she manipulated Mr. Depp. I mean, they're going all in. So there's going to be witnesses that are just going to be ugly. They're going to make her look out like a manipulative liar. Uh, She's going to try to make him look like, you know, and and someone who commits assault it's just you're right like the fact that it's in i kind of do feel a little icky knowing that this is out there for everybody to hear and i don't have a good understanding as to what what merits like an open courtroom what merits cameras being allowed in what merits uh media being allowed in or in this case the public didn't you say yesterday they were handing out wristbands for those who would be yeah. allowed in. And just yeah. imagine, imagine if, and it's simply because of who they are, you know, if this is just John and Jean, nobody, you wouldn't take time out of your day to go and sit in on a right. courtroom to hear these proceedings. But Public interest, This yeah. is where you really don't envy celebrities because of how public and embarrassing and hurtful and all of this, this will be for, I think, for both of them. Right, right. Oh, anyway, this is going to be going on for a couple of weeks. So this is just the beginning of it. But on, let's get move on to something a little less heavy. Like Nicolas Cage. Nick Cage? <laughs> He's in GQ. GQ is talking about his style. I've never really noticed his style, but I guess he likes to have... I would say Dracula. Magician. <laughs> I mean, that's how I would describe him, well, you know, yeah. dark, weird. Yeah, he's he was recently seen with, like, a glittery suit. It was kind of like a charcoal gray, light black sort of a color, and it had glitter on it. And when he was talking to uh, reporters on the red carpet, in just the most Nick Cage way, he said that it reminded him of tree bark. Yeah, I and can see that's that. that's why he wore it. I can and see I just, that. It's just like weird. He's such a peculiar guy. He's getting all sorts of great recognition right now for this movie that people and critics seem to be liking, which is essentially the unbearable weight of massive talent and action in, in which he essentially plays himself, a down-on-his-luck version of himself. 
Um, so he's getting all this great critical acclaim. So obviously that's why we're, we feel like we're hearing more about him right now. A movie mm-hmm. that's really connecting with people. I want to see this. That's always been the case for Nick Cage. Do we know when this movie comes out? I think it would. I think it's out. I feel like I saw a commercial for it on the standard television screen this week. Rocco, this is right up your alley. I, okay, I'm into it. All right, great. Steve, listen, you're uh, you're breaking up quite a bit, so we're going to need for you oh, no. maybe to unplug and replug. Oh, geez. Yeah, you, tomorrow I got moved. You know, I got kicked out of that office upstairs, and so I got all moved around, and I think I'm in a bit too much of a bomb shelter. Tomorrow this will all be settled because okay. you're going to be gone. That's right. You're on your own, buddy. All right. In the meantime, we're going to have a study when we come right back that has to do with Wordle. One in six Wordle players complete the game while in this location. Can you figure it out? I'll tell you what it is, all according to a new study coming up next on my talk. Spring is here. Don, aren't you excited the season's changing? Eh, Change isn't for me, Steve. One time my hairstylist said, let's change it up. I'm still recovering. Oh, Grasshopper, you must learn to embrace change. Join the Y. They've got group classes. They can help you be more mindful through life's ups and downs. And if you join by April 15th, and you'll get $15 enrollment with 10% off dues till June. Wow. Okay. You've changed my mind. I knew I would. Join at YMCANorth.org. Hey, good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun, y'all. Do we have Stevie Boo back? <laughs> I hear him. Hey, buddy. Hi. Hi. Hey, man. We're hanging on by a thread. Tomorrow's going to be smooth sailing. Um, but yeah, I got sent to like an underground. I'm, I am genuinely under the ground. And there are no windows. Mm. It, it's like a, a fallout shelter here. And so I think that has uh, impacted it. And you know... It's just like that guy to have to show up in his office that I was squatting in, and we had the awkward encounter. It was the whole thing. Sure. I get it. It's all good. You sound pretty good right now, Knockwood. Let's be right. buddies. Studies okay. Have shown that med- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hmm... Do you have a regular time and place where you do your Wordle puzzle? Not really. No, no, I guess not. I do it in bed sometimes if I'm up past midnight, because that's when a new word becomes available. Okay. Um, I'll do it at the kitchen table quite a bit. Okay. And uh, I've been known to take it with me for private time. Okay. <laughs> well, 16% of people find that time as well while sitting on the turlet. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. That came out of a new survey of Wordle players where about 40% of people say they'll do the puzzle first thing in the morning. That's what I do after prepping for the program. Sure. 13% wait until lunch. hold off until the evening, either right after work or before falling asleep. And then 23% sneak it in at work. What about since Rocco's really anti establishment? Yes. Doesn't even. And I'm over Wordle. Yeah. So when when you did Wordle, 
Where would you? I would often do it, do it in bed, kind of like you said. Where you're... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny because I think about it because I think uh, the time I was most into Wordle was when my family had COVID and I didn't, and I was living in the basement. And I think I played a lot of Wordle in the basement. But I think you're right. Bedtime, either right before bed or first thing in the morning. That was yeah. kind of when I was doing it. I always do it in bed. Well, almost always because today I did it here, but almost always when right soon after waking up. But 70% of people say that it takes less than 10 minutes to finish the puzzle, which means most people aren't distracted from work or in the bathroom for that long. I would say it takes less than three minutes for sure. No, but I I think that Maybe you are... Maybe I'm wrong. This is an interesting personality type thing because I like to blow through it pretty quick. I sort of wish there was a time. I wish that they also showed how many guesses and how long it took you. Mm. I think that would be interesting. Um, but there was a neighbor, and she said, oh, yeah, I got it pretty quick this morning. It was in, like, less than five minutes. And I thought, what do you mean quick? Quick is when you get it in 30 seconds or less. Mm. And I, my wife is like this, too. She thinks about it, doesn't, doesn't feel rushed, slowly goes through it. I think that you learn about people's wordle personalities like you and me donna we'll just plow right through it and other people like to sit and stew and really see how well they can do in terms of limited number of guesses okay i'm just like hey if i can get it in six great if i get it in three amazing i don't care as long as i get it it's you know you're right it is a personality type thing because if I have a letter in two spots, I'm with you. Like, I'll come up with a brand new word so that I get new letters without driving my head crazy. Do you know what I right. mean? But so, some people don't like to do that because they feel like that they're throwing away a guess. And for them, it's all about guessing the wordle in the fewest guesses sure. possible. Got and that it. feels like a throwaway to them. That, I guess that makes sense. All right. Thank you. That's my Wordle study for today. I also have a study on surgery. A surgery? Ah, surgery. Mm. Um, Okay, so. Nice. Thanks. Have you ever had surgery and right before you pass out, you can hear. Have you ever had a surgery? Have you ever had a surgery? (laughs) Never, Winder. And right before you pass out, you hear music going, go on. What? You know, like you hear music in the background. The doctor's got the radio on or his favorite playlist. Oh, I'm sure my dad, uh, colon rectal surgeon, played music during surgeries. Do you think your dad would do my colonoscopy? No, he's retired. Thanks for asking. Donna. What? But would he come out of retirement? Just (laughs) Just to do it. We'll make it a bit. Where does the glove go up to? The elbow? Is it like delivering a calf at the miracle of birth? I actually have a... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I, the less I know about this, the better. I have a colonoscopy appointment on the books. We're what? not going to do it the same day, are we? You want to? September, maybe? No, mine's like coming up soon. Oh, okay. Do you want me to take you? Uh, I might need a ride. It is nearby. You do have to have a ride there and back. You can't get in an Uber. They won't allow that. They need (laughs) to see... No, they literally need to see a friend there with you or a family member in the waiting room. And they're like, where's your person? Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it might have to be you. Robert, it is you near. Wear a diaper the day before. I don't know. Everybody says yeah, the worst part is not the tube; it's the fasting or the I whatever. I disagree. The, the stuff you drink. <laughs> the stuff you drink is fine. It's okay. like, I mean, in the big scheme of life, who cares? You're you're drinking some stuff and you're hitting the bathroom. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm with you. But and if it's coming out, you know, it's southbound. <laughs> like as long as you don't get nauseous, I don't want to vomit. No. If it's all number two. That's great. I want to go through all of my life without getting a catheter or stuff in my butt. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay, good luck to you, sir. Anyway, the reason I brought it up, thanks for asking, is that research done in Germany revealed that playing both soft and hard rock music can improve a doctor's surgical performance. Isn't that interesting? Like when the Beatles' Hey Jude or Let It Be was playing, doctors stitched up wounds 50% faster. Highway to Hell from ACDC. Um, they did a study and it, uh, the time it took to make a, you know, like a precise cut went from 236 seconds to 139 seconds. So music is very beneficial in, in the operating room. Especially if you play so you it at high volume. Music? Like if you're prepping, like when you're prepping for the, the radio show in the morning, you know me, Donna, sometimes I'll put like some hold music on. Sure. Easy jazz, coffee shop jazz. No, do you silence. listen to music to help Mm-mm. you think? I do. Nope, silence, silence. If I'm ever doing any work that doesn't involve audio editing, I usually put on some music. Oh. Like when I'm writing stuff, you sure. know. Sure. If I'm reading, that's a distraction for me. Especially if there's lyrics involved. I agree with that. But I feel like reading for the show, you know, reading Variety.com or whatever. Rude. Page 6, TMZ. Wow. And that's when you can play some you Molly Crew. You your thinking pants on. Right. Yeah. Are we playing this game or Let's what? Let's do it. I'm almost done writing the questions. Let's do it. Right. Oh, look at this headline, Steve. Bethany Frankel says New York City not safe after Brooklyn shooting. Be careful over there. All right, we need two callers on the line. We need a millennial and we need a Gen Xer or a boomer would work too. Give us a call. You'll be our lifeline. 651-641-1071. Donna's clomping over here in uh, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Clomp, clomp. We're right on that border. I think we're in St. Paul. But if we moved about 30 yards, we'd be in Minneapolis. (laughs) I don't know where Kathy is, but she's on the telephone. She is going to be the Gen Xer who's going to help Steve with uh, one question, if he needs it. Hello, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hello. 
Hi. Hi. This is our buddy from Loaves and Fishes, You're my girl. You stay loose and you stay limber over there, okay? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And then on the other line, we've got Hannah. She's the millennial that will perhaps help Ms. Donna when I ask her millennial questions. Hello, Hannah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> hey, Hannah. Stand by, Hi. okay? All right. All right. I'm very okay. Excited. I'm going to put her on hold. I'm going to grab. I got to wheel the wheel in here, man. Okay. Oh, yeah. You we wheel the wheel. Okay. Sorry about that. All right. Are you, who's going first? Mm, Steve. Steve. Yes. Okay. Yes, Spin that wheel from New York City. <laughs> Television. All right. Uh, Most of your questions today are going to come from the year 1983. And I'm going to quiz you on a TV theme from 1983. Uh, This song, uh, this show won uh, Best Drama in 1983, but this song actually charted in 1981. Like, the, the theme was so popular... It went, people would hear it on the radio and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play it for you and see if you can tell me what TV show this is. <laughs> Any thoughts? Yeah. Hill Street Blues oh. is the only thing that's coming to my mind. Um, and that's a total guess. What made that come Let's to your mind? Because you knew the lyrics Hill Street Blues. <laughs> Hill Street Blues. <laughs> yeah, when the, when the lyrics come in is what I. The hook. Good job. You nailed it. That is it. That was a wow. top 10 hit in 1981. Way to go, Steve. Steve's on the board with Total one. Total okay. Didn't even need Kathy. No. Okay, here All we go. All right, here goes Donna. Spin. Big money. Uh-oh. Music. All right, Hannah, stand by. Uh, the best new artist. Your questions are going to come from 1999 this year, this this week, Donna. Okay. The best new artist at the 1999 Grammys was Christina Aguilera. Mm. Based mm. on the success of her debut single, mm. a number one hit she had that year that sold seven million no, copies. No. Can you name that single that launched Christina Aguilera to success? It'll take me too long to get there, so I'm just gonna go straight to Hannah and use my lifeline. Okay, Hannah. Thoughts? Ooh. Mm. Um, oh my gosh. Did she sing that? Come on over. The come on over. Come on over, baby. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Or, or, or. What about the one, the... Uh, Genie in a bottle? Yep, let's do that. Final. Oh, yeah, Hannah. Earning the right. Yes, Hannah! Good call, Talking it out, girl. Millennial Thank Hannah. you. She did sing Come On Over, but that was not the big debut single. Got it. The big oh, debut single. Thank you. You guys are crushing it. You went three for three an hour ago in my trivia, so no more complaints that my questions are too okay, hard. Okay, man. All right, time for Steve to spin that wheel, and it goes like this. Music. Music. At the 1983 Grammys, the award for Best Rock Vocal Performance, comma, female, was for the song Love is a Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Who sang that song and won that Grammy? We are... Pat Benatar, finally. Oh, wow. wow, Steve. Right. 
crazy. Oh, man. Okay, so I love that song, and it just came to me, Donna, and I just knew I couldn't think about it for another second because I would talk myself out of it. You did it. Oh, wow. Okay. You're a rock star. Battlefield. Who doesn't love that song. song? We are Great young. Song. Oh, nice. Heartache to heartache. We stand. Oh, oh I loved Pat Benatar. Yeah. Mm. All right, so two one after two and a half here, right? Yes. Let's go back to Donna. Spin that wheel. Movies. Movies. We talked about, uh, so the 1999 Oscars was the year that uh, Shakespeare in Love won a bunch of awards. We talked about that yesterday. Mm -hmm. But another big winner that year was an Italian Holocaust film called Life is Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Who was the creator and star of that movie? Um, He's the guy who climbed over all the seats. Great movie, by the way. It's Benin, Benini, Antonio, and uh, you know when I played college bowl, they always said just give the last name. Benini. That's a win. Yes. <laughs> Roberto Benini. Thank you. Remember, he climbed all those chairs and then <laughs> he, was... he got up to the front and smacked that guy. Who was it? I don't know, but it was beautiful. That's a joke, guys. He didn't smack anybody. It was a joke. That's funny. Oh, <laughs> All right. Soon, two Steve. to two after two. Okay. All right. Ty. All right. So we're going back to Steve, wow. and it goes like this. Movies. Movies. It must be heartbreaking movie week this week because the best actress at the 1983 Oscars went to the woman in the lead role of the heartbreaking film Sophie's Choice. Mm. Who was that lead actress? No, I think that it's Meryl Streep, and I've never seen this movie. I'm not certain of that. No doubt I will bring my lifeline in because I still have her to use her. Mm -hmm. Kathy. Kathy. Who starred in Sophie's Choice? Hey, Kath. Kathy. Oh, um, uh, Meryl Streep. There you it go. was Meryl. Okay, we're yeah, we're Meryl? doubling down. Meryl Streep is our answer. Final. Oh, okay. Steve goes three for three. I to go, Kathy. I have a feeling Donna's going to go three for three too. I have I to say, I've never easy this week. I've never seen Sophie's Choice because it seems like way too difficult to watch. Same, and it's booked. Can't. It's a book too, mm, right? Can't do it. Can't do it. Not okay, gonna, not going to do it. Yeah, I mean, basically, which kid do you want to live? Right? Yes, basically, yeah, that no. Mm-mm, no, no I'm not going to watch that. All right, here we go. Donna M. It goes like this. Okay. Television. Uh-oh. Television. In 1999, at the Emmy Awards, okay. uh, Helen Hunt yeah. won for Best Actress in a Comedy. Oh, yeah. What was the comedy? So these are the Emmys, not yes, the Oscars. Yes, so a TV thing, yep. Mad About You, final. Oh my gosh, three for three. What? Stop, stop telling me my Woo! questions are too hard. That, these are good, Steve. Boy, you guys Whatever are six is. for six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, quick quick ch- tiebreaker. This is great. Now we go to the tiebreaker. All right, uh, the rules. It's been a while since we've done a Millennium X Games tiebreaker. Yeah, Um. so I'm going to give you, I'm going to ask you how many uh, Emmy nominations Hill Street Blues got. Over the course of uh, its run, I think it went from maybe 81 to 87. 
And uh, we're doing prices right rules. Uh, give me the number without going over. How about you, Donna? How many? These are not wins. This is nominations. Nominations. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 39, Bob. Okay. And Steve? I'm going to say one. Donna wins because it was 98. <laughs> 98 oh, noms, no 26 way. wins. Yeah, girl. Way to go. Oh, my word. So does that Anna. mean... Yeah, let's, we'll give a concession speech to Kathy first, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. We love you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Oh, Kathy, thank yeah, you, you for bet. playing. Bye, Kathy. Bye. All right. And, and there's Hannah. Hannah's the winner. I think it's a My Talk t-shirt. Hannah, thank you. thank you for helping me. That's amazing. Oh, heck yeah. You you did the heavy lifting, Donna. I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks, Hannah. You're my best friend. Hannah, we have a quick oh, question for millennials. Thank Uh-oh. you. All right, Steve, what okay. do you want? Uh, the question for millennials, Hannah, do millennials still wear T-shirts? Like, that's your prize. You got that. Are they still wearing them, or do they do different tops? Um, You know, we pretty much walk around without a shirt most times. Yeah. But, you know. You know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my <laughs> word. Whoa, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. Cool. All right, I'm putting Hannah on hold. Um, Donna, are we saying farewell to you? Yep, I got to take off, guys. Um, What are you going to talk about with Colleen? Is Colleen coming in? Colleen's coming in. Who knows? What are you going to talk about? Maybe, you know, celebrity, Uh, relationships. We'll talk about a little New York stuff. I'm going to run something by her regarding, like, plans tonight if I should be tacking on a second activity. Or not. Oh, so good. I'll get some advice from Colleen. She's a straight talker, which yeah, is great. Um, sure. You know what I do. I would tell you to stay friend. out all night. If you ask me, I'd be like, no. oh, yeah, go to the village. Go see a comedy totally. show. Then go to Brooklyn. The you know, Quest loves DJing at the Brooklyn Bowl. Okay, Rocco. Yeah. That's what yeah, I would do. On Palladia, That's, I'll yeah. watch it. <laughs> I have a suggestion to make upon my uh, my departure. Maybe consider having Steve call. (laughs) Sometimes he sounds How bad has it been? It's It's pretty bad. When it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fully resolved tomorrow. I already know what went wrong and what's going to go right tomorrow. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, bye, Donna. Happy travel. See you you. next week. Happy Easter. I'll see you uh, next Tuesday. Okay. Bye. Bye. Love you a long time. Love you. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Travel safe. All right. When we come back. Uh, the fabulous Colleen from Kalina Bradley joins us as we wrap things up. I'll give you a little rundown as to what's happening here in New York City. What's next for me today as I go out and about? Uh, that one we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. Donna and Steve. I'm hoping Steve's out there in the city. Are you there, Steve? Baby, baby. Yeah. Maybe it's. Is it we, time? Kalina, to, uh, is it time to hear? Time. Cool. I'm walking here. Hey, hey. Time for Steve in the city. Anything you want to share with Colleen? Yeah, yeah. And I want her opinion on something, too. Hi, Steve. Uh, For those who are just joining us, Colleen, it's lovely. Thank you so much for stepping in here as Donna makes her way to the airport. You guys Um, are just movers and shakers. You are travelers. You get around. I'm in New York City right now, and I'm at the uh, Live with Kelly and Ryan building, and we're going to go out and do a shoot here. Once we wrap up, I'm going to quickly pack a bag, and then we're... Out of here, we're headed to the New York Auto Show, which Ooh. is making its return for the first time in three years. All sorts of exotic cars and trucks and things for me to interact with. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun. But, Colleen, it's been a little bit of a stressful day. And the last time I was here, 
Mm-hmm. They they put me in some sales guy's office. It was like an old abandoned office that since the pandemic, no one had been in. Well, this time, somebody started loitering outside of the door after I got everything all set up. And I have great reception there, and the connection is good. It sounds, you know, like I'm in the studio. So then a guy came up to the door, and he said, you know, I know this isn't your fault. That was how it started. Oh, <laughs> so nothing good comes after to- that. Never, ever. <laughs> and so he said, look, it's move-in day, and someone was just assigned this office two days ago, and they're now going to be moving in, so you're going to be getting bumped from here. Point of me telling you that is they then found uh, an available green room for me, which is really nice. It's like this suite that I just found out about 30 minutes ago. I was looking at some papers, or uh, this little placard, rather, that they have on the mirror in Colleen. It says... We designed this green room to be a comfortable home away from home. No, that doesn't mean you can move in. Signed, Uh, the Property Brothers, Jonathan (gasps) and Scott. So this is a nice green room that they moved me to that the Property Brothers did a makeover on. But the only problem is I am underground. We had to take an elevator up to get to the set of Kelly and Ryan, which means my internet situation when you're in underground, subterranean, mm-hmm. and there are no windows, it's less than ideal. Rocco's been here the whole time. Rocco, tell Colleen how bad has my audio been? You know, you've kind of, Colleen's heard it. When yeah. it's good, it's real good. And I'm when it's bad, say, it's not so good. It kind of sounds like you're talking through scissors, and they're cutting <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> that is really good. But you know well, what? The good news. We're just happy you're here, Steve. I'm happy to be a part of it, and uh, we will be back to smooth sailing. I like the uh, the operation that we had set up, so it'll be smooth tomorrow. I'll be here again uh, broadcasting all three hours from New York City. Kelly Hansen's going to be in, so we'll make sure that we're in a nice, smooth uh, space and not this emergency hideaway that I'm in right now. Um, but as best as you can hear me through these scissors, I'll, yes. I'll explain what's <laughs> going to happen next for for the day. So... I have a producer who is waiting. He was so kind, just went across the street, got me um, lunch, which I ate as fast as I could during the last two commercial breaks because we have a car waiting to take us to the Javits Center. I don't know where that is in relation to where I am right now, but we'll go over and shoot this auto show um, story and then come back. But I got to like pack up. I thought I was going to be in the same place two days in a row, guys. Oh, man. So, so you like moved up. in and then you had to quickly yes. move out. And then you can't Correct. really move into the scissor uh, speaking place. And then now no. you have to move again. Oh, Steve. It's a whole, and, and they have like a car, you know, like the engine is on. They're ready. So I got to pack up hotspots, laptops, microphones, this whole thing. I have an extra shirt. I was going back and forth with a deep complex right before I went out um, on set with Kelly and Ryan. I never feel good about what I am wearing when I see them. I always seem to make the wrong choice. Steve, I'm going to tell you that that makes me feel good. (laughs) Because... Because I look at you, TV person, human, and I think, boy, Steve really always just knows exactly, you know, doesn't have that second guessing, doesn't look at themselves in the mirror and say, boy, I look like a troll today. This isn't going to go. <laughs> and whenever I'm on TV, I'm like, this, I how, are they going to, what are, can, can they edit me out of live TV? <laughs> Will they blur this? Will they blur me? <laughs> yeah. So, so no, you're human is what I hear. Feel- very much so, because I, I, 
I very confidently packed my suitcase. Last time I was out, I had like this King Brothers suit jacket on. I felt like a million bucks. The time before that, Colleen, they at the last second said, hey, uh, we're going to shoot this in front of this video wall. It's kind of going to look like it's outside snowing. So Kelly and Ryan have these beautiful winter coats on, and I'm wearing a Costco coat. <laughs> and so then I was standing there, and so I was like, there was the Costco coat incident. Then, then last time I, I come out, in February, uh, day one, I'm in this like sweater thing that I felt good in. And Gelman, the executive producer of Live with Kelly and Ryan, he saw me and said, oh, well, don't get dressed up on my account. <gasps> and I said, Gelman, no, I already felt weird about this. What are you saying? And then he was like, it's a joke. Regis, Regis used to always do this joke. Someone would come out live on television. And if he felt that they were slightly underdressed, he would just do it just to poke fun at them. And so there's a little bit of that scar tissue oh, there. So I bring two on. shirts, a long sleeve and a short sleeve. And I'm going back and forth. I thought it was going to be a clean look. And then I looked at myself today and was like, you look like you're on your way to class. Like, this doesn't look like you're about to be on television. Okay, Steve, people. I know what you need to do. You need to remove yourself from the decision and do a good old-fashioned eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Because then you can't blame yourself. You know, it's nice that you say that because what I did was... <laughs> I posted this on my Insta stories. Oh, smart. And I took and I said, look, here's the complex I'm having. Here's the short sleeve look. Here's the long sleeve. Oh, and then, Colleen, to make matters even more complicated, I got glasses and I was like, should I wear the glasses or not wear the glasses? So you're totally right. Instagram decided and I did exactly what they said. I went long sleeve shirt, glasses. And then sure enough, when I went out and talked to Kelly and Ryan, the first minute of the interview was all of us talking about the glasses that we have and we're wearing. <laughs> so I want so to welcome you to the glasses club. That is the age old question. Do I wear these things or do I not wear these things? Especially, you know, when you're doing on camera stuff and if you're known for not wearing glasses, yeah. you know, I used to wear glasses about a decade ago and then I got LASIK and then I saw this is a super light prescription. It's really just jewelry for my face. Um, Frankly, if I'm being vulnerable, it's to offset my light eyelashes. There, I said it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's that choice of, like, does this help or does this yeah. hurt? Does this look like the end of the night we take the contacts out and put our glasses on? Or does it look like, oh, that's an upscale <laughs> look? These are all the complexes I've dealt with today. You know, thank you for being vulnerable, Steve. Um, I, we don't get this side of you all the time. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I feel yeah, like Oprah right now. I feel like I'm drawing it out of you. You are? Well, okay, here's the last thing. You have to make this decision for me. Okay? Oh, good, Final fun. Thing. Oh, no pressure. I'm going to do the auto show thing. I'm going to do a, uh, a Facebook Live later on the MyTalk Facebook page, so make sure you have your alerts set up. I'll do a uh, live uh, Q&A later on this afternoon or early evening. I have plans to go with an old friend of mine who now works for People Magazine, so I'm going to get together with him and have drinks. Do I tack a second thing on because my time here is short, or do I go back to bed? You get to make the decision. Oh, no, you tack a second thing on. You seize, uh, you got to carpe that DM. Uh, don't know the noise you're, you're making. I thought I don't... you were going to say go to bed. Oh, God, <laughs> Steve, you got me all wrong. When those kids aren't around, I'm like, let's yeah. go. We got a party. <laughs> Bye, Steve. Oh, Have fun. Right. <laughs> All right, Colleen. Uh, Colleen is going to be, of course, on 12 to 3. Tomorrow, Kelly Hansen will be in, and I will be back here live from New York, and the sound is just going to be fantastic. Yay. Austin Brown, Cobra coming up next. Thanks, Colleen. Bye, Bye. Steve.